So, hello and welcome to the next episode of the Self-Development with Ted Tech Dicks podcast. And I think there will be no episode where I can say it correctly. Or the SDWT podcast. As you can um, see on the picture. And today we are going to um, get further with the Gates Note article I found. Um, and I'm very sorry for the last episode to cut it off so uh, promptly because uh, I was running on 1% battery life and there were then two options I had. Either I um, end the recording and, you know, um, I wasn't really sure if I can continue it because I'm using another program so the audio quality is better and, and or I'll get up and get my cable to, um, you know, uh, get electricity, or load my, my battery, or charge my battery, sorry. <laughs> and I took the, the first one, because I wasn't sure if this saves it automatically, and if not, I would have lost a lot of value, and um, I would have would have had to do it again. But um, we're going further with the third question. How do you feel the future of AI will influence our lives and purpose? I know I've done this question the last time, but I wanted to say something. And I, uh, you know, it's the, 20, the 23rd of November 2018. And I've recognized now that you can actually set up a timer with Siri, uh, you know, just by talking. And I was it was so astonishing to me. And I really use it. I really like to use it because it saves me a lot of time. And this is, this is what Bill says. Um, as I read it again, technology gives us more leisure time by raising productivity. And I got much more productive by just, you know, setting up my... Um, alarm with with talking to Siri or Siri or whatever. But let's head to the next question. Um, the fourth. Which form of renewable energy do you believe will be most widely adopted in the fight against climate change? It's too early to say. The group of private investors I mentioned in the letter focusing on five areas one is grid-scale storage, which could solve the problem that solar and wind energy are not available 24 hours a day, um, 365 days a year. Another is liquid fuels, which involves using the energy of the sun to create uh, hydrocarbons in a process uh, similar to photosynthesis. Uh, geothermal thermal is a third focus area for us. There are many more possibilities, some of which we are investing in. The key is that the world needs to be aggressively pursuing lots of ideas, because no one really knows yet which, one, which ones will lead to the big energy breakthrough we need. And as I have mentioned the last episode, I think, yes, it was the last episode, um, Elon Musk is developing some new changes for the, the um, solar panel industry, and if you're interested in it, um, just um, 
listen to the to the last episode. Uh, it's just fifteen minutes, um, and it's quite in the middle of the the episode. So if you if you um, you know want to get there quick, I'm curious about both of your experiences on how women are treated around the world. Over your over your eighteen years, has it improved at all? Um, which was uh, a question for Melinda. Looking at the big picture, the answer is resounding yes. Worldwide, the number of women have ha who have access to modern con contraceptives that <laughs> sorry has never been higher. The number of women dying in childbirth has fallen by nearly half in just a single generation. Access to education, jobs, and financial service services is becoming more equal every year. A fact you're not only seeing in the data, but hearing a mother's voice when she tells you she believes her daughter will live a better life than she did. Which is just great if you hope that your children have a better life than you have. And then I think you've done everything right um, by doing it and not only by saying it. Um, I have to admit um, of course, they, the, the rapid progress we've seen makes the remaining barriers to gender equality even starker. I'm heartbroken when I travel overseas and meet women who still do not have the right to own land or the ability to plan, to plan and space their pregnancies. Here in the US, I'm outraged to see the same kinds of bias and discrimination I experienced 30 years ago, still looking so many women out of leadership positions and career paths um, which in my country it's just the same you know women um, for the same work just get uh, you know they get less paid than men and doesn't make any sense you know it doesn't have anything to do with uh, on how good you are uh, depending on whether you're woman or man um, just bullshit my point of view. Um, how close are we getting to understand and curing Alzheimer's? Really interesting question. Um, and I see they took questions from from uh, social media platforms. I don't know. It it might be it's Reddit. I think it's Reddit. Yeah. Um, sorry for interrupting. I'm optimistic that we'll see a significant breakthrough within the next 10 to 20 years. And Bill answers to it, by the way. Our understanding of how the brain ages is advancing a great deal and that's fulfilling, and that's fooling, fueling, sorry, a lot of promising research in the new areas. In new areas. <laughs> Most of the drug trials so far have focused on two specific pathways to three, to to treatment, amyloid and tau. I hope those approaches succeed, but I'm excited that scientists are also beginning to explore less mainstream targets. A more diverse drug pipeline will increase our odds of discovering a breakthrough. And in terms of uh, understanding on how the brain works, um, I think, at my point of view, it will not take long um, until we we really can we really we really can see if or what a person sees you know there are um, certain brain areas that 
get activated when you see um, certain colors. And um, in some way, I do not remember um, fully, we could be able to, to see or um, re-reimagine what a person was reading or is reading at the time because of the, the, the brain areas that are just activating at that certain moments which is just amazing for me. And I have to take deep breaths because I'm running out of air. Yeah, some kind of really shouting today because I really don't want to, to have uh, episodes like the first two. And um, yeah, the third is better. The fourth is um, up to now the best, I guess. So, questions for Melinda. Can you tell us more about Pivotal Ventures? How, it's, wor how it, its work towards women issues differs from what the foundation does? Sorry. Um, through years of doing this work, I've seen, time and I've seen time and again that when women have the tools to do what's right for themselves and their families, they transform societies. At the foundation, most of our work is focused on improving global health and helping people lift themselves out of poverty. Empowered women are essential to driving those outcomes, which is why we invest, invest in family planning, services, maternal health care, women's movements, and more. In 2015, I created an investment and incubation company called Pivotal, Pivotal Ventures. It's P-I-V-O-T-A-L and Ventures. Some of the issues we are looking at include expanding access to paid family and medical leave, helping more women to join and thrive in thrive in the teach industry, tech, tech industry, I'm sorry, and closing the enormous gender gap in who's giving and receiving venture capital. Pivotal's model is based on partnership, we are working with a wide range of individuals and organizations with a shared vision for social progress and commitment to improve lives. Um, Melinda answered this question. And this seems to be the last question, but because I have quite a lot of time, this episode will hopefully be a little bit longer. Um, it depends on how fast I can find something else. Um, yeah. What is the one thing you hope humanity will achieve in your lifetime? And Bill answers, health equity. Equity, it's uh, E, no, it's not, sure, E-Q-U-I-T-Y. I want, I, I want, I want every person, no matter where you live or what your income level is, to have the same opportunity to grow and thrive. There are plenty of reasons to think this is achievable, especially when you look at the dramatic improvements the world has made already. The number of children who die before their fifth birthday has been cut in half since 1990, and 86% of kids around the world receive basic vaccinations. If we keep making progress, I'm hopeful we will one day will one day live in a world where a child born in sub-Saharan Africa has the same odds of surviving to adulthood as a child born in Europe or the United States. And that would be really, really great to see. 
um, and I really hope that I can see it in my lifetime and that's one of the things I'm really glad that I'm only 17 right now because I am able um, in terms of my age that I can can you know I can see a lot of things and you know uh, I'm not restricted by anything that's just great um, but because this 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 uh, article um, we've reached the end of the article I have to search something different and I don't know maybe we me we will do a little bit of Warren Buffett again because I don't know I don't want to waste time and um, the website by the way is Buffett faq.com and faq stands for uh, faq stands for frequently frequently asked question if you didn't know it i didn't knew it so um that's why i say it to you uh, how to think about businesses I'm just really what makes a great business the best business can maintain their earnings earnings without continued continued reinvestment whereas in the worst you have to keep pouring money into a money losing business the best mis business is being the best surgeon in town you don't have to do any reinvestment the investment was the education the surgeon will retain his earnings his earnings power regardless of inflation um, that's true and something I can can uh, talk about in terms of this uh, something Gary V said and I know I talk a lot about him but actually uh, the first few times I saw him on on uh, YouTube I didn't really like him because his way of, of acting his characteristics are you know really characteristical for him and typical for him and and he's just a really you know you know straightforward guy and but now I just kind of love him he brings so much value to the people and I really recommend you to um, follow him on every platform you can imagine really every platform if it's Instagram or YouTube or uh, even Twitter LinkedIn also, I guess. Um, but he said that um, a great business or, um, yes, let's say a great business is chosen by the market and um, by the demand of the market. And when you're, for example, um, you know, creating a new Instagram page for you personally or for your company, it doesn't matter. Um, the market or the people will show you how good your content is and the more engagement and the more folios you get the better your content is because if it um, wasn't good nobody would see it and if it is good um, people will share it people will be like oh that's cool I tell this this page my friends and um, you know talk about with talk about it with them and I, I thought a little bit about it and it's just the truth even though um, I have to say that 
Um, sadly enough, in terms of, of Instagram, when you're posting something, it doesn't mean that the right people and all the people that should see it, see it. And therefore, they can't like something or comment on something or share something they haven't seen. And that's that's something I, I can, you know, point out of this uh, quote or, um, yeah, quote. Um, what businesses should be avoid? In the textile industry, we always had new machinery that held the promise of increasing our profit, but it never did because everyone else bought the same machinery. It was sort of like being in a crowd and everyone stands up, st stands on tiptoes. Your view uh, doesn't improve your legs hurt, but your legs hurt. Yeah, that's a really great anecdote for that or an homage, if this word exists in the English language. If not, I'm sorry for that. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll make the last question. What do you do if businesses changes are recognized? If a good business is, is doing dumb things with our money, it is wise to get out. The option is always there to try to pursue the business to change its mind, but this is difficult. Investment techniques must be sympathetical with all. Um, just make sure you have right contracts, I would say. Uh, additionally to that, you know, you, you can always um, be safe or make yourself safe or be in a safe position by um, correcting or editing the, the contract or making a contract um, that's uh, suitable for all parties of the, the business. I would say that. Um, a really short one. Would you comment on the quality of earnings in capital-intensive businesses like utilities? And Buffett says, capital-intensive industries outside the utility sector scare me more. We get decent returns on equity. You won't get rich, but you won't go broke either. You're better off in business that are not capital intensive. Um, yeah, you're better off in businesses that are not capital intensive. Yeah, I would generally say in the start, um, stay safe. And, you know, people say that you should go uh, and take risks. And I would say so, yes, it's true. But don't take, don't take risks that, um, you know, you, you know that it wouldn't work out. It won't work out. You know that and you, so you, you, you shouldn't do that. It would be just completely dumb. Completely. But nevertheless, it's time to end this podcast and I'm really thankful for you to listen to me and to listen to what I've been saying um, if you like it subscribe and um, new episodes will follow soon or every single day if I um, yeah probably every single day um, nevertheless see you tomorrow yes and have a great day whenever you uh, or night or uh, midnight even whenever you're listening to it 
and I love you. Just thank you. <laughs> really thank you. Um, see you.